We're back. Yo, <laughs> I love it. It feels good to be in a season two situation right now. Like, it feels really, really good. It feels really, really good. Y'all know who this is. It's Nina Dallas. I'm here with Courtney. Courtney Smith. Courtney Phillips. Yeah, you know, Courtney Phillips here. Um, <laughs> season two, we actually have a guest coming in. So that's special. We're going to give this person an opportunity to speak. They feel like they have been spoken about for the past few episodes. So they get to come on here and, and, and clear the air for themselves. But before that happens, y'all know what we do. We, I know y'all know, y'all want to know what we've been doing. What do y'all? Y'all just be listening. Do y'all even really want to know? Because... I literally be here just venting every single week, just releasing and letting it all out. So it's like low key, like group therapy, group running therapy for me. So, we're know. gonna we talk through it. Stuff, so. We're gonna talk through it. What? What? Give me some highlights of your week. Let's start there. Some highlights of my week. Um, Karen went out of town last weekend for Tasha's wedding. Karen and Kiara went together. Uh, Sasha, uh, oh, what's up? What's her maiden name is Gee. Her new name is oh, I don't Sasha. I don't know your your new married name. What's your husband's name? You know who Sasha is though. Yes. Uh, uh, she yeah. She she, uh, she got married this week and she live streamed it, so I watched it. Yo, her pastor or, or the person who officiated. Mm-hmm. The whole joint, he had bars. He had some bars. I really appreciate him. I really enjoyed him and whatnot. It was really good. Yeah, they got married down in Duke. So she left, first of all. She was mad fine the entire time. Oh, she was mad. I'm like, what the hell was that? You better say that about your boo. She was mad fine the entire time, serving up the looks. And I'm at home just screenshotting niggas stories and shit like let me say that picture of her real quick let me say that picture and so we also realized that we still in we might still be slightly in a honeymoon phase because that whole day was stressful oh definitely still in the honeymoon phase but you know i i love to observe it i love to see you you know work through the phases together you're a cute couple i was we were we were stressed out so i picked up on tuesday and then spent the whole day with her on Tuesday. It was amazing. And then uh, this eight-week class that I'm in, shout out to the WBDC, the Women's Business Department Center. I'm in this class called, uh, why is mine? Max talked about, yo, disc is almost full. Like, nigga, what's that cloud for? Like, what is you talking about? I'm about to look at that later. Like somebody spamming me right now. Okay, my bad. Sidetrack. But, so like I'm in um I'm in uh the scale up program and it's like a anomaly program for businesses to you know just uh you know go over the fundamentals of marketing, uh, uh creating like procedures and stuff like that, business organizational skills, um, creating customer profiles. Um, creating like, you know, your your elevator pitch for your business and stuff like that. And just kind of like going down. It's like a nine week. So we in it. Is it nine weeks? 
I think it might be no, I think it might be six weeks. I don't know. It's eight weeks. It's eight weeks because it ends at the uh, end of April. And so, you know, left. I, I forgot about that class. So I had to take that class on Wednesday. So I was able, that class like takes up a good portion of my day. So since I was like not in the city, I got to stay out there an extra day with my crew. So I got like two extra days to make up four extra days. It okay. was amazing. It was awesome. We had a good time. I didn't know running. I did not run a mile this week. I mean, you ran the Shamrock. I mean, are you running the half? Uh, no, I'm not running the Chicago half. I'm about, I'm trying to do the lifetime half, but I want to do like a eight minute pace. So I need to be out here like running because where I am, it's like nowhere near that. So I need to be out here like staying true to my training and running. But I have been really, really consistent with strength training, though, which is weird because I need to be able to do both. Yeah, I feel that. Um, well, it looks like Aaron is here and I don't really have a whole lot of highlights, so I feel like we can just get into it. What do you think? Pull him in, pull him in. I'm going to try not to blow my nose while I'm on this podcast. Your, your boy, uh, August, got me sick. Oh, no. I'm glad we don't record in person. My bad. One second. Um, uh, I'm glad we don't record in prison. Um, Aaron, we're actually recording right now. And so we're going to, I mean, first of all, Ian, why don't you give a little intro while, while Aaron gets like settled? For me to introduce Aaron? I'm just saying like <laughs> you two started seven yeah. days together. Um, you're both from Chicago. Like... I want to know, like, how... I'll be forgetting. Every time you say stuff like that, I'll be like, oh, yeah, Courtney, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, and, you know, I don't try to pretend like I am. I appreciate that. Because I try to give it respect. I try to give... Yeah, I try to give it respect. But, yeah, no, for those who don't know, this is Aaron. You know, one of the co-founders of Seven on Sundays Run Club. We, Me, him, and Craig founded the Run Club in a basement of Nike running Bucktown store. Um, and this this guy has been one of the main drivers to the success of our running club today, man. Like, without, I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be able to manage seven on Sundays without him. So this is, this is my partner right here. And his haircut's always better than mine, so. <laughs> what's up, Aaron? Hey, hey, what's up? I've been I've been low key asking for his barber for like three years, and he just be like laughing. He be like, "Ha ha, yeah, you know." Oh yeah, yeah you can't give up the plug. <laughs> it's like you'll never have it, ha ha. Um, Aaron, what you what you doing? Which what, what you he been up to? Mood, I just you know, like, wanted to just pop on a podcast vibe? real quick, right? He said in the mood in his place. I got you got some purple lighting. I see how I see. Oh, you got the is that the 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 um, um the e lights. What, what are they called? Where you can like change it to anything? Yeah, I'm just experiencing a lot of technical difficulties with my lighting right now. Um, I'm sorry, I got on here really ghetto. Um, you look good to me. Maybe just turn your phone to the side, sideways, so you're a long way. I'm gonna just there do the go. phone. I was trying to like 
figure out how to move this link to my computer, and there wasn't. Um, and when it's getting on YouTube, I feel like so all the older right, he just flipping, flopping, going right from now. blue light to purple light. You look good. You look good. Appreciate it. But, you know, so I wouldn't say we were, I feel like, you know, we gave, we gave you some props in our last episode. And so when Ian was like, Aaron's going to come through today, I was like, okay. Okay. And then I saw your post on Instagram. I said, okay, energy needs to be expressed. Energy needs to be expressed. So the floor is yours. Yeah, how, champ. Go ahead, champ. You got tell, us, <laughs> tell us about your training experience and how it led you to Shamrock. Um, so it's a lot of different layers to that. Um, as far as the Instagram goes, I just start with that. I just, I've been listening for, for a while, but for the most part, I'm quiet. Um, and even been talking bad shit. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything, but it was like, Hey, after five episodes of talking shit, he had to he had to accept it so that was just that was the feeling through the whole thing through the race like I knew what would happen and everything like that but that, that was you would a, whoop him you knew you just I mean I feel like Ian knew that I feel like he should have and it's not like and I, I don't mean it in like a cocky way um I I have a really extensive running background um not to say like I'm an elite or anything like that, but sometimes it gets swept under the rug. And when I'm confident, I am confident. Mm. Um, and that's just all it was. It wasn't like, uh, it wasn't an opportunity to like poke at him or anything like that. And over the last few years, I've been going through a lot uh, in my running journey. But um, the last year and a half has kind of been clicking and it was mm-hmm. kind of like, I know what's going on, and it was it was it was a conversation that didn't need to end in a. Uh, um, I guess men just get cocky sometimes, and we we go back and forth, and it didn't have to be like that for neither one of us. We were just talking a lot of trash, but um, yeah. But, but he came into his own. Fan found his groove and was training hard and was getting down. And it was it was amazing to see the performance at the at the Shamrock Shuffle. But you and said it you... wasn't it wasn't as innocent as he's portraying it though. Like he was talking to hella. He was he was he was talking. He, his shit talking is what started. <laughs> but but I'm I'm private with it. I'm private with it. <laughs> I tend to be private with those things. His shit, his shit talking is what started it. But I mean, he won. He he ate me up. It was ugly. It was really hard. It was really hard run for me. It was, it was bad. I was out there hurting, and he was out there just. He was out there cruising. Like I said, when by the time that after we started, the next time I saw him, he was cheering with his jacket on. Like <laughs> he told you what it was before it started. <laughs> yeah, it was ugly. It was ugly. So, how, what did you, what did you do to prepare? Like, like how long was your, was your training process for Shamrock? Did you just do? Um, yeah, break it down. I feel like you trained a little bit longer just the normal eight weeks to get down to your time. But you also said you, time? but you also said that you're like, I just want to know about, you said I, you have a, a thorough running history too. So, I mean, at some point I need to hear those details. Cause I didn't know, I've not been aware. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Start so, there. Um, start there. Okay, so I I ran varsity track and field in high school. I got a couple colors. Um, my background kind of dwindled after my junior year, but it was it was due to a lot of circumstances, not necessarily my performance. Um, but I performed at a more normal than like not just an amateur level at some point in my life, and I'm not there anymore, but. Um, that person's still inside somewhere. Um, yeah. Well, what distance was you running in high school? So in high school, uh, I ran the two mile, the one mile, 800 was probably like my specialty, but I also did some cross country. And I'll just be honest with you. High school kids are fast. High school kids are fast. (laughs) And, um, I'm a part of this running community right now. And we have similar times and, they just don't honestly chalk up to like really fast kids in high school. Mm. Um, yeah. They're really fast. Um, I wasn't necessarily in some events. I wasn't, I was okay in some events, but some of those times that are middle of the pack are not the same for us. Uh, new runners um, to the road scene. Like those kids are yeah. five minute miles are like brushed off. Sub five is brushed off in high school. So I just been in those spaces and my confidence has been broken too. Um, trying to go at those levels. Yeah. yeah. What was, uh, what was like, uh, what was like a, a really proud moment for you during your high school career? Um, overall, my, it was a proud moment. Just like I didn't start to my junior year and I saw a lot of progress. Um, and just the team camaraderie is the same like kind of energy I try to bring to seven on Sundays. Um, so I'm I'm just proud of the relationships I built and um just the dedication of hard work uh, that that it took. And just celebrating, even if you're not the fastest, celebrating your competition with yourself has been like the biggest thing for me and that I, I loved in my high school career. Mm-hmm. Were you able, uh, how were you able to, uh, as you said, you didn't run in college? No, I, I practiced with a, a team uh, when I stayed here for my first year, like the first mm-hmm. semester, but it never it never turned into me, like, competing on the collegiate level. Right, right. So after you left the track cross-country world, what at what point did you start road running? Um, just dabbling in, uh, NRC and kind of still having that itch of just like unfinished business. Um, I don't feel like I really got to live out my very short career and mm-hmm. I was on the outside, like looking in at what NRC was when you meet up at these places. And I was actually, there was actually some confidence there seeing like these older groups of people. And I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm probably a little bit more advanced than those people at that time. Um, but just not being as dedicated to it. So I kind of just was watching the scene from afar until seven on Sundays. And for the, those who don't know, when did seven on Sundays start? Seven on Sundays started, I want to say about 2018. Um, when after a few months of me, Craig and Ian working together uh, at Nike running Bucktown. Um, 
I came there and we quickly formed a bond just off being the three black guys. And that's my supervisor. (laughs) And and that turned into us just talking about what we want running to look like uh, past uh, Nike Run Club since it was no longer in existence. Right. It was like Nike Run Club was non-existent all of a sudden. And then all and that's when the Chicago Run Club scene really started to boom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was already some pretty established run clubs prior to, like, what, 3 one 2 and whatnot. But I feel like once Nike also pivoted from the NRC and started pivoting towards their own races, you know, and I think mm-hmm. that is what really, for me, I, I don't know. But for me, going to those things where I got to see that there was a running community in the city and things like that, Nike was doing, like, some crazy stuff. Like, they, like, had us like running up and down like we would start at the top of just like four level garage parking garage downtown run down three levels and then turn around and run back up like they was just doing crazy stuff like that and it was like it was it was crazy it was fun to see so many people from all over the city come and and participate in that and um between that and i know like what working at Nike Running Bucktown, seeing so much of that Chicago running community coming into the store. I mean, you know, you can speak to it a little bit more, Aaron, but like, we just really felt like it was important to kind of copy and paste that in our neighborhood, you know? Yeah. um, That's how, that's how we kind of came together. Um, We all have different foreign running backgrounds and we also, we all have Slightly different missions, but the mission is super collective on seeing running uh, the way we want to see it in our space uh, on the South Side um, right. with black and brown faces. Right. So and so you, but Aaron, so with all of that, you you did run a couple races like I know it's not Shamrock I know Shamrock is a sanctioned race but like you ran what is it the heartbreak one was uh art of speed right yeah so that That like what was the is that the first race or like race you've participated in or have you like non-sanctioned included what is the first race you've participated in um I did one of the Nike unsanctioned races um, the, the difference is I feel like Shamrock was just a really big field. Um, and I don't have any like real, really big field experience, mm-hmm. but Shamrock is no different than a high school cross country meet. You're still running on road or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing. Um, when, oh, go ahead. Just getting used to like 16,000 people, I think, uh, versus 30 kids is a, a little bit different. So when did you start your training? Uh, I actually started my training actually for the AK. I want to say January, like top of January. Um, okay. Kind of just been running, having fun and just putting more structure to my runs. I don't really necessarily call. I've been listening. Like, I don't necessarily say like, oh, he's been training for you. I didn't really call it training. Um, I just really was building more structure into my runs. Um mm-hmm finally realizing what's working again um, and trying to get back to um, just competing. 
Um, I think we even had a conversation. We've met up before and I was like, Hey, I'm just going to have fun in 2020, 2021. So I'm going to just have fun and then put the pedal back to the metal. And I, I promised myself in 2022, I would start racing again. So yeah, that's really kind of what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in uh, some of our conversations, you talked about uh, what, 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 what would be kind of like finding your voice and, and whatnot, not necessarily your voice, but using that as like a metaphor for, you know, finding, I guess, your legs and running and whatnot. And I'm curious to know, like, how did your history with running in track in high school, how did that translate when you was ready to really build some kind of structure and get into the the regular role of training for these races? Um, honestly, it's, a lot of it is, uh, it's the same. Um, the biggest thing I was missing when I first tried to attack uh, row running was just the basics and just like not taking any shortcuts. Um, and once I like built structure again, it's like, hey, this is the plan. Um, the only difference is I don't have a coach blowing a whistle right next to me now. So um, what, are, what, what are these basics? What's the structure? I need to know. Like, what, um, what do you mean? Workouts, workouts, actually running, um, warm up drills, stretching, like all those things are even more important when you are 25 plus 29 plus, um, I'm a 29 year old now I was 17 or 17 then and probably cutting out a stretch in and things like that. But I still had structure because there was a coach for me. Um, and when I got back into running, I thought I could do the same thing. And it just was not the case. Uh, I got old bones. I got old muscles. And uh, uh, the biggest thing was just the same thing, probably more mileage, because it's not a 5K anymore. It's half marathons, um, 26 miles. Uh, but it's just all the work is the same. You just got to do it. Uh, running is a basic sport. It's just, I feel like, faster walking motion. Um, yeah. you, you apply the same load. Uh, just different mileage yeah and I, uh and i recall like even prior what and what was it was this what would it in 2022 right um what 2021 maybe 2020 2021 like you had some injuries and stuff like that that was bothering you and whatnot what was your how did you overcome that and then you know how, how those injuries still bothering you now not as much. Um, again, a lot of it was stop cheating the system. I, I listened to all the other runners um, that might be experiencing the same thing, just doing a little bit more Google research. Um, I've probably been on WebMD a little too much. Uh, mm -hmm. But strength training was the biggest thing, I would say, or the biggest hurdle um, for taking on this mileage uh, in a totally different body. Um, great, a lot of single great. leg strength I stole from uh, Kayla Jeter um, <laughs> and anybody else that I've been I just be I be watching I'm a watcher um, and shout I try to, to apply Kayla. the same thing yeah shout out, shout out to Kayla Jeter yeah, yeah. now that single leg strength training is where it's at and it oh my god it makes such a big difference from preventing and healing from injuries I feel like you know you go through these things and you heal and you got to re-strengthen those muscles to prevent those similar injuries from coming back and whatnot. And so 
right now you feel like you are in you're in a stronger body and you can really handle the stress and the pressure that you putting on your body with training. Cause I mean, even like you start now you starting to post your your, your uh training runs and shit now. So we actually get to see your paces and they looking nice. So it's like you feel like your body is strong enough to be able to keep up with what you're doing now. Yeah, I think like I just got this feeling that like speed never goes away. Um, it's just more so building like the anaerobic capacity and you gotta like me and you like over 200 pounds at, at plenty of times. Um, mm-hmm. you gotta apply some strength to like be able to sustain that. Like, yeah, you can probably one run at this pace for a day, but you gotta build enough strength to where you can build that. So you can run those spaces more consistently without your body just falling apart. Yeah, shout out to my big body runners. You feel me? <laughs> you know, what I'm we, we put on for them, honestly. You feel me? You gotta lift them weights, man, so you can move that big body around. You know, big boys. Call them BBRs. <laughs> yeah. Big body we, runners. We we owned it. To be honest, we owned it. You know, <laughs> all the way through. You know, coming out here, all shapes and sizes. Yeah, there me? there will be no body shaming in this Southside running community. Ever. <laughs> Yeah, we're doing crops. Man, some male seven on Sunday crops. I'm here for it. Are you gonna wear the um half the half tights as well? You are you got to. You got to. As soon as I get one ab, it's crop season all season. I feel like Simeon really set the tone with the with the cutoff uh shirt and the crop top and, and the and the tights. Yeah, when he was doing the uh the uh the single speed project right yeah. on the bridge, he was getting dead. I was like, that's a look. Yeah. Yeah, it's worth the Simeon winning the seven on Sundays crew members. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But so you you so okay, so so pull up. Um what was your what was your morning routine for race day for Shamrock? Uh, hydration. Um, so drink a lot of water. I made sure I use the bathroom because I go to the bathroom, don't work out a lot. Um, Got to. I take, oh, I hold take, on, hold on, hold on. I don't know what it is, but like the last two months, I've been stressed out about our seven on Sunday routes because like I know I need to stop off doing our runs. It's been crazy the last and I, I mean the last two what months. Like eating? this has not happened to me over the last four and a half years of running. The last two months. So that love that it's it's Karen. It's you and Karen. Something y'all doing something, eating, eating too well, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying the couple's life. I don't know, man. If it's up, man, we might this might not work out because this this having to go to She's the bathroom you well. my rug is stressing me out. She made you that oatmeal. Remember the steel cut oats? That's what it is. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. Love got love giving me the runs. <laughs> <laughs> you said last two months, y'all you know I mean, you know what I mean? Like You're right. You're right. I've been pulling off. She don't even be waiting for me neither. She just be like <laughs> She texts me like four miles later, like, you straight? You good? Ah, right, you good, you good. You good. <laughs> Do you eat, Aaron, before races, or is it just hydration? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been trying new, like, carb loading. Uh, I had a bagel with peanut butter. Um, just on Shamrock's morning? 
Yeah, that's it. That's what I've been doing for um, any long runs, any any run now. Bagel with yeah. peanut butter. If it's early, that's all I'm eating, and I'm getting out the door. Word, 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 word. Okay, so, okay, bam. We out the door. We headed to the race. We in the corral. You know what I'm saying? Uh, buzzer starts. You take off. What was that first mile like? Um, Honestly, the first mile was really frustrating. Um, uh, I think it was around like eight minute pace. I had wanted to set a seven minute tone like in the beginning, but, um, we started out just in a crowd and I think I spent a lot of time like overrunning by like ducking, trying to get out of the the people in the beginning. I was like, I'll just wait for it. And then I just kind of got frustrated and, um, just said, let's go. All right. Word, 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 word. And that Shamrock, have you run have you ran Shamrock, Courtney? I I well, no. Last year no. I just dressed dressed up in that green onesie on a Oh yeah, point. you did the uh we did the joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the heartbreak joint. The paint like, is still there on the ground. It is. It is. I don't know who did that. I know who did that. I don't know who did <laughs> that. That's wild. That's crazy. But like no, nah, like the Shamrock, and I thought it'd be better because we was in Corral B. And uh, I, I actually, now that I think about it, I hit my goal. I just didn't realize your goal was going to be yo. Right, your goal was not going to be Aaron. What? <laughs> right. Yeah, my goal. Just going out blind, like this will do it. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember the moment where my mind started to, like my mind started to work. Because at first, like, I wasn't stressed out. I was like, mm, shit, it'll be all right. I figured it out. But I remember the moment my mind was like, nah, nigga, it might not be all right. We was at this cafe over on 71st Street after the 7 on Sundays. And everybody was just casually talking. He was like, yeah, I'm looking to do like a 615, like a 6 I can't remember exactly what you said. And at that moment, I was like, oh. Fuck, I've been talking shit and this nigga talking about I ain't never ran no six under no six thirty for no prolonged period of time. Like that's crazy. So that's when I started to realize that there was there was a chance that I might not win. And then it it was it was it was uh it was it was real it was real come mal mal two for me. <laughs> it was real. It was real because he was just slowly pulling away, slowly pulling away. My shoe came untied and I didn't want to stop to untie it. And it's not an excuse because I wasn't going to catch his ass. Like he was gone from the jump and stuff like that. But I just, I didn't want to lose him completely. So I didn't want to stop and stuff like that. And so I was, because I was about to run out of my shoe, I stopped, tied my shoe. And then the rest of that run was way faster than the pace that I should have been running for that, for that uh, distance. I want to say I was running like maybe 7.45, maybe 7.30s. I don't really know. Because um, the the garment, was you having garment issues, Aaron? Uh, I, I I think it was honestly, again, most mostly due to me um, overrunning. I was just checking time and the course, to be honest. I was like, hey, I should right. be at this point of the course when this much of time, within this much time elapsed. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I should have mm-hmm. did that because I was like looking at my pace. My pace was fluctuating and stuff like that. It was like, it was like, I know I was running fast. That train would be like, oh, you're running 11 minutes. Oh, not right now. You're running 621. I'm like, nigga, I haven't changed the pace. It's only a second as fast. 
So but, I mean, uh, other than I feel like other than Ian, Aaron, you had to have been looking at somebody else because you knew Ian was not training the way that you were training. You knew it wasn't really actually a competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, nah, so no shade, what, what Ian. You know I love you, but like I feel like nah. Aaron already went into it just talking shit, but knowing what he was about to do. So like, who's who were you ghost racing? Um, I'm I really I'm really still ghost racing myself, like my former my former self. I'm not there. Um, but when I go to like our little workouts, like I'm just trying to chase the people that are with me. Um, we got a new guy, Kyle. I did a lot of workouts with him. Mm -hmm. Um, we have a pretty similar bill. Um, he's like six, four around the same way too. Um, and he's just a, I won't say a little bit faster than me, but he's, he's faster than me. So it's like, I'm, I'm just chasing anybody that's faster than me. Um, Same stature. Yeah. I model a lot of things off of them. Mm -hmm. Um, but also again, like he, he just so happens to be a, a, a good runner too. Um, some people with the same stature don't move as, as quickly. So it's mainly just, do we have similar speed? Uh, can I chase you? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not there yet, but yeah. So, so you, so you finished the race. Did you, did you hit your goal? No, no, hold on, hold on. We okay, I'm sorry. We got to back it up. We had, we had mile two. Well, okay, we right. Mile two. Ian's still back at mile two, realizing that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, this is just, this is like, like you said, this is the beginning. I've, I've been, I've been refraining from asking him these questions because I just really want to get it in depth understanding of what your experience was doing the doing your first like true road running race so where we at now too how was you feeling was you feeling was you feeling overworked you know was there any strategies to help get back into your zone like I say mile one was kind of crazy you bobbing and weaving you going through people did it get better in mile two like could break us break mile two down for us yeah mile two was less people still a little bit of playing catch up but mm -hmm. I was just also telling myself, like, you don't want to burn out trying to, like, drop back that time. Um, and honestly, like, time goal was very important. But the most important thing um, was just to put enough time up on you. I didn't know where you would be. <laughs> I didn't know where you would be, but I wanted a, a very exceptional lead uh, towards the end. I wanted to be relaxed to see you cross the finish line. I don't want to be, I don't want to be near. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be near you. Uh, so a lot of it was goal time, but it was like, uh, don't, don't overwork yourself. Um, so you can at least hit a respectable time too. Right, 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 right. So I want to say like mouth, mouth three start introducing heels, which I know you like, you was like assisting with Blue Bridge Tuesdays. You, you you spoke to me a long time ago about how how important heel work is to include in your workout because that's where a lot of speed is. But we going up, we running up, I, I believe. I don't remember the streets, but it's right before you get to Randolph, it starts like Franklin, between Franklin and Wacker, it's a slow incline all the way up to uh to what was that Franklin we made that left one? How did you handle that? That first incline? Um, first incline, I, I expected it. Uh, same thing, arm speed, 
Uh, that's always what our coach taught us, like move your arms. Arm speed, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, just moving your arms, your legs, your legs are gonna follow your arms. So, um, just like is that beneficial on heels? What? How, how does that benefit you on heels? I'm um, just keeping keeping the same pace, like recognizing mm-hmm. that you're gonna have to work a little harder. Um, mm-hmm. But moving your arms kind of, um, it kind of just makes the pace a little bit more efficient. Um, like I said, you're the philosophy is that your legs will follow. So that's how I was doing. That's real. That's real. That's real. Did you, did you hit the, so you running on Franklin and you running south towards Harrison. There's like, you go under the Vida, you go up under 290 and there's like this, you, there's like this dip and then you come right back up. How was that? Did you did you did you feel like you broke stride in that, or you feel like it was a good power ups place? Like how did that how did that feel? Like? Um, at that point, I was just thinking, don't go too fast on a downhill because that was a little bit of a downhill. Um, and I, I I I maintained enough speed, um, without just over overdoing it. Um, I didn't really experience any adversity until um. Mount Roosevelt. I thought the race was over. Um, I thought the race would be over on that straightaway, and it's like, oh no, you got to turn up this hill. And yeah, yeah. How, how was it after you got to the top and you had to run down here? Did you feel like have enough to like do hit an extra gate? Um, I felt like I had enough to keep going, and uh, I, I was in range of like the times I wanted to hit. So yeah. Yeah, I, I was back on track by then. That's what I, w- I would say. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so you cross the finish line and you get settled in, put your jacket on, look at your watch, see where you're at, get your medal. How much time passes before you see Ian, you think? Just to <laughs> rub that in a little bit. Um, It was... It was a little bit of time. Uh, I, so official times against each each other was about six minutes. No, um, it was five minutes. It was that was a very long time for a race. But um yeah. <laughs> it is. Okay, yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, we like half a mile Mm-hmm. I, I just basically head to um, where are we at Michigan and Randolph. Um, Michigan and, and he Harris. came. I was honestly, I was looking for him. I was like, "Yo, I need to get here before him too." <laughs> and you need to think I've been here in the lawn chair for a while. Damn, y'all really <laughs> love each up. other. <laughs> I saw his ass. I saw his ass. Right. I, I was. I looked at Ken. I was like, "This nigga already got his coat on. Fuck this nigga coat." <laughs> This nigga that cooled down. He cooled down all the way, all the way cooled off, waiting on you. Yeah, I was hurt. I ain't gonna stunt. I was hurt. I was hurt when I came up. When I came up. Uh, when I came, walked up on y'all, and you was like already in your jacket. You was like chilling. I was like, oh. I lost my lot, babe. She was like, Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was what it was. But we uh we hung out there. Um, what, five chair section, which was phenomenal. 
I want to say seven on Sundays. Like our chair section is crazy. It, it, it was the Southside running community crazy. We had the Peace Runners out there. It was day chair section. Uh, the Lululemon uh, squad was out there. It was day chair section. We had a bunch of runners from Gumbo Fit out there. It was, oh my God, the energy is just, I don't even know. It just always feels so good. It was good to be on the other side of it for once. Um, we we cheered a lot um, at Chicago Marathon. Uh, in a couple other races. Um, I usually don't like uh, an audience, but it, it felt good um, yeah. to get that that energy reciprocated. Start the season right. Now, are you going to be doing the half in June? Um, I don't know if I'm going to do Chicago half, but I definitely want to get a half in. Um, the goal this year is a half marathon and a full marathon. Um, okay. Yeah. Any specific races? Yes. I want to do the Toronto Marathon. Um, I got a lot of family there from this Escape to Chicago project. Right. Um, Bridge the Gap, 10-year anniversary is happening there. Um, So I just, I couldn't pass up an opportunity to be a part of that. So that's like the big goal. Yeah. Um, and back to some more of like those really underground, like ultra style runs. Um, I want my seven on Sundays partner to be my partner for this run called Bell to Bull. And it's from Philadelphia to uh, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, part part on foot, part on bike, on bike. Those things like really interest me, like crossing state lines and stuff now. Yeah. So, well, yeah. So why don't you tell us about Escape to Chicago? Because that's a really unique underground. I mean, I don't like maybe you could just elaborate on what that is. Yeah. So Escape to Chicago, Escape to Chicago is an ultra relay. Um, It's not really a race, but uh, the experience was um, an effort to bring awareness to um, a lot of underserved individuals. It was, it's basically a charity, a charity experience. Um, Quentin Jacobs and Anok and the team there basically created this and it did a lot of fundraising for, um, just like underserved youth and like sick kids in Toronto, but also as they went through the main cities, um, some of the charity went to them as well. It went to Gigi's Playhouse in Chicago. Um, and it helped some, another community in Detroit as well. A lot wow. of charities involved in it. So how many miles all the way from Toronto to, um, Chicago? I believe it was 650. Okay. And how many people on the team? Uh, Crew was about 19, but it was about 12 runners. Okay. I would say. So you had seven uh, crew members. Yeah, about seven crew members. Like logistics, film. Mm -hmm. Um, We had someone, I think she took a leg as well, but she was like massage therapy. She works for like Mayo Detox there. 
Um, Momo is amazing. Um, I experienced a lot of things that soreness that I didn't think I I would, but um, she got us right. And we're because this is, is it a newer race? Like how many people, different teams participated? It was, it was just one team. It was really just one team. It was, it was um, just you, you all, right? Yeah. It was just us, us like taking on the feet. And I know, well, and I, so the, who's the, who's, who's the guy that started, you said his name earlier. Uh, Quentin. Quentin. Yes. Yeah. I listened to a podcast that he was on. He was talking about how they figured out the logistics of like, uh, some of the crew had to fly to Detroit and meet you all just for like, um, logistics. Um, yeah. And so there's was, a lot. Of, yeah. My bad. I'll let you fuck that. No, go ahead. I just, like, I just, from listening to Quentin talk about the race, it was really interesting to just hear about, you know, them being Canadian and then there's the American runners and then it, it was easier for some to cross the border and not so easy for others. And so, um, just kind of figuring it out and making it work, I think was really, really cool. And I wonder if, I mean, I want to hear more, but I also want to know, like, is this going to happen again? Are there other teams that are going to be invited or is it going to just remain the crew? Like, or is it just a one-time thing? So. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of pivoting, um, throughout the whole entire thing. And honestly, I was just the body doing whatever I was told. Um, Quentin and Anoka are always working. Uh, I will say some things are kind of like quiet under the wraps. Yeah. Um, they've, they just started keying me in on some plans, but, um, it's never the same. I, I think, um, they're always looking for something else. The escape to shy was kind of second. Uh, the first experience was, uh, to New York for New York marathon. So they, they've done this before. Um, oh, okay. This kind of was just like it just gets bigger and bigger. Got it. Yeah, I heard you. Uh, August came in, but I heard you mention uh, Bell the Bull. That's crazy. I, I actually googled it to see what it was. Break down Bell the Bull for us, real quick. So Bell the Bull is about ninety miles between uh, Liberty Bell. And I think it's like that bull in the financial district of New York. Yeah. Um, it's a collaboration run between some group called Start Running and Bridge Runners. That's another like Bridge the Gap crew. Okay. Um, and like I said, after Escape, like those things just interest me. But um, they, they, they at least, it's a two-person team. They at least let you take a bike for it. Um, it's about 45 miles of peace between you and your partner. Mm. Uh, so it's, about, it's basically like um, you do 23 and a half on foot and then on a bike and your partner does the same or however. I'm pretty sure they they let you split it up however you want, but you still got to get 45 miles in somehow. And y'all got to be moving at the same time. Oh, it's a duo race, like a yeah, partner race. Yeah, one person is running, one person is on the bike. And they got checkpoints oh, you- every 10 miles. Oh, so you don't have to be running and biking at the same time. No, you do. You one, said one, well, person one person is to... running, the other person bikes. Has I to. thought it was more of a handoff situation. But nah, um, it's not, bro. 
I don't know. I got the whole info right here. Yeah, no, I, I looked it up. So it's so you it's a bike and a run. Both both participants have to be moving at the same time, but you get to switch off. You get to decide when you switch off how long one person runs, how long one person rides the bike. And then they have checkpoints every 10 miles that you have to reach because you have to hit every checkpoint to make sure that that's the only way to prove that you finish actual race. Now, whatever route you take, you take to get to those 10, those checkpoints every 10 miles. But every 10 miles, they have that checkpoint and both people are moving simultaneously. We take our breaks when we want to take and we do how we want to do it, but you're moving at the same people time. Have to move. Yeah. It looks like there's a solo option as well. And it's on December 11th. Yeah. So the East Coast in the wintertime. Fuck that. I mean, December is not so bad. Like technically that part of December 11th is, is the end of fall. Fall doesn't start to the end of December. So it's not freezing yet. It's that like balmy Almost freezing weather. It's kind of up in the air. It could snow, it could rain. It could do it all. <laughs> could do anything. It could do it all. Sam's trying to be like the, one of the amazing race contestants and shit. Like he's trying to run through states. Who are you trying to have as your partner, did you say? Um, I want I want you to be my partner. Um oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, what no. I thought you meant in the beginning but I, I just had to ask to make sure you know so have you signed up is this I mean it sounds like you're just now figuring this out Ian yeah yeah no we talked about it uh what like a week ago and I was like yeah let's go and then uh I googled it after I said yeah and I was like oh this is not what I thought it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> no, and obviously he didn't google it before he asked <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it last year. I saw it last year. This is the second one. Um, and I just saw 90 miles and two people. At this point, if I see somebody else has done it, I was like, why not? Yeah, I think between the two of us, it's 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 very it's very capable. Like we can knock it out. I did not get into the New York marathon, so I'm just gonna run like maybe like two or three halves this year, just to stay training and stay in shape. Um, to be able to, I'm just going to make this race right here that we're talking about right now, my main goal and my main focus for the year. Um, I do want to run like a 130 marathon this year, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm you mean a, a 230 marathon? No, half. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to do that. I mean, even 2.30 is really fast, but I was just trying to... Nah, 2.30 is <laughs> great. Ain't no one in the world I could... Ain't no one in the world I better show my face at 7 on Sundays after Shamrock Show. was talking about, yeah, I'm going to do a 2.30 marathon this year. No. <laughs> Not at all. Rosalie, we eat my ass up in the chat. <laughs> Yo, I saw Rosalie last Saturday running the Lake Shore 50-50. I'm like, Did, no. didn't she just run you saw her a 50K? She, she was a number one female she was just like hey you know and I don't know how many people were running it but there was people that were walking there was people and I'm like you're walking a 50k that's 31 miles that's like all day that's an eight eight hour eight hour walk like that's it's a long day she do it she do it every year I want to do it one year 
Mm-hmm. So that's just like a lot of mounds on concrete. It is. It is, yeah. That's just great. And I she think doesn't seem to be bothered, forth. though. I just want to also throw in the fact that that's, this is where she's tapering from for Boston. She is doing Boston in a couple of weeks. And she's like, y'all doing a 20 miler? I'm doing 31. Yes. Yes. You know, shouts out to yes. Rosalie. This is part of her training program for her Boston. So honestly, like being around all these amazing people just make me think I can do a little bit more. Of course. Um, that's kind of the mindset. I, I have no plans of doing a 50K. Um, but you say this you now. I'm, I'm, I'm never. <laughs> I'm going to run 45 miles. You're going to do more. You're going to do a 50K. You almost are doing a 50 miler. <laughs> it's different. And then, like I said, part of it's on the bike. Part of it's no. on the bike. You get breaks. No, no. The 45 miles is all on your feet. The other 45 miles is, is on, on a bike. Because <laughs> you got to move at the same time. You're about to do more than a 50K. Have yes, fun. Yes, bro. I get breaks, the, the, the same breaks you don't get. On a bike. <laughs> <laughs> nah, niggas is, niggas is napping. Now, right. You don't have to pull off like 30 minutes. We have get to a day. The get a full day. Cars, huh? That's what's going to happen. Straight up. But mm, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be really nice. It's going I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way for us to uh, capture as much of it and share as much of it and stuff like that while we run it. But it's it's gonna be fun. It's like every, I'm really excited about it. This is the only way I would be doing another ultra. Another ultra. I know. Look at that. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna say that word all year until he just realizes it. (laughs) He accepts it. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like like I'm glad, one, Ian, you've come on the podcast to set the record straight, let people know that, one, you have experience, and two, you're not playing. Because I see, okay, since you're now allowing folks to see your Strava workouts, you feel like you're at a place where you want to let people into your process. Um, how, does that, how does that fold into Seven on Sundays? Like, what are some goals you guys have for this year? Um. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, okay, oh shit, I thought, bro. I thought I'll be on here. I'll be on here spilling all the tea, and then I get in trouble later. Um. Honestly, it's just building on the things that we did last year. Uh, building on the things we did last year. More, more events. Um, and offering a little bit more programming. Uh, nothing's set in stone since this is at the top of the year, but um. Working on the the group and the brand, but I think we all are also simultaneously working on our personal goals. What is the um, ideal seven on Sundays athlete? I, it, it, there is. I don't really feel like there is one. Like, who do you guys? I'm saying, what's the vibe of seven on Sundays? If you had to describe it in a nutshell for anyone who wants to join. Oh, listen, go ahead, go ahead, take it, take it, take it, take it. Um, we we kind of just took up this thing, uh, no pace, just vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of things, a lot of like not seeing like what I've like progressed to, uh, kind of comes with seven on Sundays because I don't take those runs as a as a workout. It's like it's a it's an opportunity to just have conversation with other runners no matter what level they're at. 
Um, that's the play day. That's the time on feed day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, when I start conversation with some of those runners and find some likenesses, then we get up in the middle of the weekend, um, do workouts together as well. So I'll probably see some of those same people three times a week. Um, but Sunday's a play day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Seven on Sundays is like a, uh, it's like a sub, com- uh, uh, community in one now. Like, it's, it's our WhatsApp chat is very active. I think we got probably like, you know, 40 to 60 people. I don't know how many people we have in there, but we have like 20 to 25 like active people in the chat, like people literally talking every single day to each other. Like you say, small groups meeting up, doing track workouts, doing uh, morning runs with each other, sharing uh, goals, sharing or you're just plainly just talking shit. Like sometimes the conversations don't even be about running. It'd be about anything else and stuff like that. But it's 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 a beautiful, welcoming vibe. You know what I'm saying? And and it's as long for me an ideal seven on sun, seven on Sundays runner is the one who's ready to get up and run with us at seven a.m. on Sundays. All that pay shit is whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the people who make that commitment and get up every Sunday. I mean, there's runners there that have been there more consistently than I have last year. You know, so I'm very grateful for them and appreciate it. But it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh my God. I don't I don't think I could I don't think I I don't I don't think I would have dreamed of having a community like this. No idea would become this. It wasn't like what I envisioned necessarily, but I wouldn't trade it. Um, the people that are there are like really big uh, just influences in my life right now. Yeah, um, and every I, I feel like that that core group really cares. Um, uh, Denise helped me move. Um, like those type of things happen. Um, I believe Gabe helped you move a couch. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, Gabe. Um, actually, Denise Julius locked himself out earlier this week, and Denise, because I was like nowhere near the city and stuff like that. Uh, I was like dropping Garen off at the airport and whatnot, so I was like out in Arlington, and so I wasn't gonna get to him for like two and a half hours at the fastest, right? Because of traffic. And so um, I called around a couple people. The only person to pick up the phone was Denise. She picked it up. She's like, oh, tell you last, I'm going to go scoop him up right now. Held him down for me, dropped him back off when I got there. But it's like the fact that I could pick up the phone and I can trust, you know, a runner with my child. It's like crazy. Like, that's not just a runner. It's like my fat. Yeah, that's beautiful. So, yeah. I mean, we so, need to have you back on, uh, Aaron, because I want to do a check in and see how the season's been going for you since, like, you know, this is the beginning and all. You know, and I definitely want to this uh, bell to bull race. And I'm going to need details on like the training because the biking, I don't know. I don't know if I've like, wait, Ian, you're on bikes all the time. But I don't think any of us have raced on a bike. I think that part is a bit newer. 
And, I, and you know what? I was like really curious too. I think like me and Aaron is going to do like a 20 miler one day. I didn't run as fast him. We're going to do a 20 miler, 10 on feet, 10 on bike. Because also, like I want to make sure, because this is his race. This is something he's really interested in doing. And I would love to do it because it sounds fun and I, I would enjoy it with him. But also like there is, you know, it's a small height discrepancy between us. He like, you know, six one. I'm like six feet. So, but... We gotta we gotta make sure that bite works for the both of us. Aaron, are you six four? Six three ish. Yeah. Um, That's what I thought. <laughs> Talking about six one. No. <laughs> Get it right. But, um, I ain't six feet either, so. <laughs> but I gotta make sure that we cause we gonna be on like unless we just bring both our bikes on some attachment on a vehicle or something, we might have to share a bike. Just roll the seat up and down. Yeah, so we got to make sure we we can get a comfortable situation. Yeah, get somebody like pull up with a jeep and have each uh, like their your bikes on the top or on the back, and switch them out. Yeah, as your crew person, it's gonna be crazy. Niggas gonna have to like bring flats and shit. Logistics. We'll figure it out. It's gonna be wild. Honestly, Courtney, like I I am proposing that you run this race as well. I want more people from Chicago. I want us to be deep. I want the Chicago community to be deep in another city. So find your um, partner. Yeah. Well find your and partner. If Ian if Ian too short, you know, we we both stallions. We can get on Ian the and I are the same size, okay? So like, you know, the only difference is like I guess weight at that point, but like yeah. we're basically the same. As me, but no, nah, you see, I'm thick too. I don't have them skinny runner legs either. Like you know what I mean? It's it's big body runners all over here as well. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, don't come for me. I understand. Like <laughs> so, but you know, different sizes and all that. But yeah, like I I am also very much interested in running races that are a little unorthodox, really challenging, pushing athletes to like, just try something new, especially as like, I don't know, as like it's, it feeds the runner and the adventurer in me to want to be a part of these races. Um, which is why I signed up for the 50 K last year and, um, intend on doing ultras, you know, in the future, like I might not really race much this year, but 2023, I think will be my time where I really come back and I've been spending all my time going to the gym and just really working on mechanics and taking it back to like level one so that I can work up from there and enjoy my running much like you've been talking about Aaron. I think that's just really been inspiring for me because very much like once I get to the place where I can run consistently again, it will be very much like nothing serious, but just maintaining a base and feeling out my form, feeling out my efficiency, um, and all of that. And then when I decide to get focused on something, it's going to be very serious for me. Cause when I do train, I'm very much con- like committed to that training, um, and that goal. So, yeah, I mean, it is I like, I'm saying no to races right now, but maybe next year. And if I feel good halfway through this year, maybe, you know, cause my birthday is also in December. It's the 14th. And that's why see, see the 50 K last year was 
December 8th. And so it was part of my whole birthday month situation um, because, I, you know, there's different things you can you do can, within the You month. can run in New York and then fly out of New York to somewhere nice and warm. I know. See, look, this sounding nicer and nicer. If you can find me a partner too, then I'm really down. <laughs> you want to do, you want you want a blonde runner to show up, uh, show up the day of the race, not knowing who it is. Right. Just set me up on a, day. on a running date and we'll just run. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm all here for it. I'm, I'm really like all about the adventure races. So I think the more into your point too, Aaron, like it's about, it's about the fun for us, but it's also about encouraging others to do it too, because the more niche you get with sport, the more white it becomes and, and very like, in you know, very yeah. mono. And now we need to, we need to multiple, make it change up and do other things and show people that you can, you know, run these races as well. There's a few that I'm really interested in that are like in the Rockies and all that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, the Speed Project. Yo, who was the black dude and woman who was Hosting? like popping up on the lot? Yeah, who Hosting. Was that? That's what I'm saying. Hosts. They need. They was cold as hell and fun right. as hell too. Right. Are they runners though? I feel like they got to be runners. I don't know. That's the part that I, was a mystery I to me. I couldn't figure out how to follow them or find them. You know, I saying? think the, the the black girl. I've seen her in some KRC photos. Career run town. Career town. Um, yeah. If I remember correctly, um, interesting. No idea who that guy is though, but very entertaining. I'm pretty sure they uh, introduced themselves at the first slide, but I missed that one, and I caught a few later on in the day. It would uh, make I, sense I that they had like the woman be the runner, and then like the guy. He's like they have one just sole entertainer to keep people entertained. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you see, you, me and you, Ian, we got both. You know, whenever they I mean, knew, like no, next no. year, like we're we're right here. Like, just we, tell us, give us the word. It. Hey, listen, we declaring like Chicago will be at the Speed Project next year. We got to. It was. Oh, it was for super sure. Ex- That's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Getting excited? Are we getting excited? Let me calm down. Yeah, it was. It was super exciting seeing black faces hosting it. Um. Like that's what made my eyes light up even more. I followed it even closer. Um, that's just always what it's about for me. Yeah. Uh, and we're just all waiting patiently for the sign up to drop. I went on their IG and I'm like, they don't have they don't have a website. They don't have any more merch. They don't have a date for next year. Listen, the only reason we haven't done it is because I keep missing the sign up. I don't know when they where they be dropping the sign up. I'm like, are y'all texting niggas? Like, right? They must have a group text. A- they must have a awesome. WhatsApp. I'm I'm stalking them this time, and every person I saw in it, how did you get in? <laughs> yeah. Lit- well, you know, we should just ask Kayla. I don't, I don't know if that one's fair because of the Lululemon thing, but true. Yeah, we gonna ask somebody. We gonna well, figure it out. Somebody sign them up. Shouts out to the word to Tim. He was getting it in. Was he racing or supporting? I couldn't tell. Nah, he was running. Nah, he I was, didn't see him run. He was cool this time. Him. He ran last year. He was cool this uh, time. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure he was just okay. supporting people. I for bandits. Nah, he was support this year. Uh, Cam Casey was running. That's another uh, guy crazy. I stalk. Going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I sent a video to uh, 
the Courtney earlier, uh, Melissa, Alyssa Milano, she was running with the Ultra team. Shorty was wilding, like right, right as dude running up the to, to to do the handoff, bro. She just like squats, take a piss, take the handoff, and starts running. She was not race, playing. Bro. Just right there in front of God and everybody. I was like, Shorty's a badass. Like, yeah. No games are being played here. I, I got the chance to briefly run with her when I was down at TRE, and I watched her and Alexis Poppy or Papas. Like, just, they saw somebody, they knew they was talking to me. We had a really good conversation. They started talking to each other. And then I saw them see somebody in front of them who had their headphones and was just cruising past us. And they, they had got, like, maybe a half of my down. And then they just decided we was going to catch this person. And so they just switched this gear so fast. It was just like a light switch. Boom, they both take off. And they shoot up with... There's I, honestly like there's no hill in Chicago that I could compare to the height and length of the hill that they just booked it up with no issue and let, and then I saw them that's what we're gonna get after that it was like yeah he's a professional run professional these people eat that shit for breakfast I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to a place where hills are not a big deal for me Blue Bridge. Tuesday. Everyone pop up to Blue Bridge Tuesday, seven on Sunday, seven a.m. Oh, I thought it. Nah. I thought last week. What I thought that promo was saying that it was back, or maybe I'm getting the yeah, timeline nah. mixed up in my mind. Oh, uh, this is Tuesday, April fourth, so it'll probably be back before this airs. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back. Yeah. It'll be back April fifth on my birthday. We'll be running the bridges on my birthday. Bridges. Bridges. It's going down. So we got an Aries out. in the building. You feel you know what it is. It's, it's the proper season. You feel me? So this is where the calendar should start anyway. I don't even know what the fuck is a January. But anyway, like, nah, it's it's going down. It's uh every Tuesday at what, 6 15, right? 6 15 a.m. 6 15 a.m. That's the main group. I mean, you know, you can always uh, hit us up to join the WhatsApp group or pop in, you know, follow us at 7 on Sundays on IG. Um, DM us if you want to join the WhatsApp group. But the cool thing about it is it's like, um, it's a really good workout before your workday starts. You know, um, I'm going to let Aaron break down the workout and stuff, but he runs the workouts for the Blue Bridge. I'll let him break down how that goes. But it's 6.15 a.m. So it's, it takes about, what, 30 minutes at like the slowest to really complete. And so it's a good way to start the day off before you have to go into work and everything. There's a few educators and teachers who meet up maybe like around 5.45 a.m. and stuff like that because they tend to have to be at work earlier. But the core group meets up at 6.15 a.m. at the Blue Bridge at the Williams Davis Park, um, which is the 41st Street Bridge. So what are you going to do when the, the new Blue Bridge is built? <laughs> And there's oh. two blue bridges. Oh, oh we got oh, some for it. We already got it. Loop them. I already know. We're gonna be we're gonna be at the, the ribbon shit. ceremony. Uh uh um and Aaron, I'll let you go, but I just wanna say um these are the bridges that we are referring to, uh or referred to, I feel like, when Take the Bridge came to Chicago and they decided to run up hills, which again. That's their prerogative. They decide that's their decision. But if they come back to Chicago, 
Ian has already told them what it is. Oh yeah, we're we're in conversation. Um, but uh, yeah, everybody has plans for this bridge that hasn't even got here yet. Um, a runner, Nick. Um, he actually named the screen tunnel what it was too, and it just stuck. But uh, we decided to call it the Bloop. Um, the Bloop. <laughs> the Blue. So Blue Loop. Uh, we got plans for it. Uh, I think. Seven on Sundays is like synonymous for trying crazy things mm-hmm. for always like running all year, any condition. So, um, yeah, we're going to add that to the repertoire at some point. Love it. Yes, 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 yes. Break down the workouts. How the workouts go for the Blue Bridge real quick before we got out. Cool. So, uh, basically Blue Bridge is like strength and conditioning. Uh, it's a pyramid style workout. Um, You'll do a set of calisthenic reps, uh, usually three, um, something involves like arms, legs, and core. And then you hit a lap across the bridge. Uh, those reps descend. It, it basically starts from 10 and then goes down with the reps as you uh, take a lap over the bridge. Uh, very inclusive workout. Uh, every It's contained. Everybody's right there. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's runnable, it's walkable, it's doable. It's a good, great way to get into condition and get you prepared to start running with us on Sundays if you're worried about that seven miles. And always, if you want to come out because you you fuck with the vibe, you like us, you think we cool from afar, but you scared it at seven miles, don't worry about it. We got a three-mile option, 3.5-mile option, and we're going to run it with you. The whole crew going to run it with you. So you're fine. Come out. Come with us. If you're interested in break, bringing it up to the point where you can make it to the seven miles every week, we'll slowly creep up to that seven for you. We'll help you get you. We'll help to get you there. Right. Well, Aaron, thank you for coming to visit us. We'll have you back soon. I'm sure this wraps up another episode of the Runners Club podcast. Please like and rate and suggest and post and tag us on Instagram, Runners Club Podcast. We love it when you tag us. We love the energy. Um, we want to know you're listening. If you want to write in and tell us a story, a running story, thoughts while you're running, why you run, running things you want us to talk about. Who you was running from. Right. Who you ran into. <laughs> it's Runners Club Podcast 773 at gmail.com. Thanks for having me on. All right. Peace. Peace.